So like I don't really watch live feeds. We have access to them. I don't watch them like that. It seems a little weird to me to like tune in on a random Tuesday afternoon and just watch like Tyler eat a bowl or sit bowl of cereal. Like that's yeah. not like And a lot of people already just hope for a nip slip. Just praying for an areola. The um <laughs> you can you can laugh into the mic. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hello, and welcome back to the Reality Wagon Big Brother podcast. This is episode, uh, got what eight? Eight. Guy, we've the, done so many. Series, yes. We've done so. We did an episode zero. We split one into two. I'm so confused. Uh, my name is Anthony. I know that for sure. My name is Andrew, and we actually have a special guest today. And um, he's my brother. Take it easy on him. He's new to this, right? He's new. He's just trying to get it hang of. He's just trying to really just cut the mustard with us. You see, um, Brandon, why don't you introduce yourself for us? Hi, uh, I'm Brandon. I'm joining the pod for a little guest guest appearance, and I'm really excited to be here. Thanks for having me, Anthony and Andrew. Uh, glad glad to you glad for you to be here, Squirt. Thank you. Oh yeah, also also known as Squirt. Uh, you can plug your t- Twitter or whatever if you want. At bmachow one, uh, also known as. Uh, Johnny Capahala, teen boarding legend. Okay, great. Right. <laughs> Thank now you. Now we have that over with. <laughs> yep, now it's over with. But, um, yeah, so it's been, uh, so the Sunday episode is good. Like, I like the Sunday episode for us because it's a nice, it's a lighter episode. It moves faster. Um, we don't have to cover two things in one night. So, like, when we record on Thursday nights, typically it's uh, Wednesday and Thursday is what we're both covering at the same time. And a lot happens in those. There's a veto. There's an eviction. Sometimes there's a new HOH. Um, so there's a lot to go over, but I think what, what I like about the Sunday is we can basically take our time with it. We can go to the one episode, we can talk about other things. So like they brought up another social issue on the, another CBS social issue today, which was crazy. Um, cause I wasn't really expecting it, but it was actually a really good one. Um, it was Kaser and Davon. Yes. And they were talking in the bathroom, uh, like on the couch and they were talking about the, I mean, it was kind of a a bigger conversation. It was kind of like not like it sort of like wrapped around. I mean, it was it wrapped around to like Davon's experiences, Day's experience, and Case's experience. Yep, being with minorities religion, in America, being minorities in America, and he was talking like the relig- the religious element, and uh, she was talking about the more racial element. I mean, and it was just like a really. It was a really good conversation. I'm glad CBS is doing like kind of like a once a week thing, yeah. like five, ten minutes at a time. And it was a really serious moment, like between the two. Um, and it happened after Memphis came in. Uh, all started with a turkey sandwich. All started with a turkey sandwich. It did start with a turkey sandwich. Uh, the turkey sandwich was not halal. Life. It was not halal, yeah. And uh, yeah, so he kind of went to his experience. She went to hers, and it was just a good. It was a good touching moment between both of them. Um, despite their differences they've had on the show. Yeah, they, they are not currently getting along, but that's a, that's like a, so we always talk about this is that like the live feeds are happening, right? So like we know who won the veto. <laughs> yes, we do. I don't. You don't. You we're don't. not going to talk about and it. And we're not going to tell you. We won't tell so you. I, I watch it live on TV. I, I know. I watch live streams. You're I don't, I don't a, follow spoiler accounts. A traditionalist. I, I'm an old school guy. You're an old school guy. You're an old school watcher. Yeah, we um we both Andrew and I both follow along a lot with the um the accounts and stuff that happen, um and they just like do all the live feed recaps. Um, so like we know who won like veto and stuff. Like we know all of this. The only thing we don't know that happens live every week is the eviction. So there's no spoiler on the eviction. No one knows until it actually happens, even though people kind of know. Um, 
but I always struggle with whether we should really what should, we should talk about and what we really shouldn't talk about with all that. So like right now, I mean, there are people feuding in the house. You'll see it on future edits. You'll see it on the Wednesday episode. You'll see it on the Thursday episode. There are people that are actively feuding, like a lot of them. Um, and actually, a lot of it stems back to this one particular thing. And it was we talked about it in the last episode. It was the hinky votes. Yeah. And like so, hinky votes are a weird thing. I don't even know where it comes from. I don't. I don't know who who Hinky is. Well, and maybe well, I should. it was it was John Hinky who actually cast the first Hinky vote. It was Cornelius Hinky. Yeah, it's named after him actually. <laughs> Edward T. Hinky. Yes. Um, uh, back in eighteen seventy two, um, but he went and uh, cast the Hinky votes, and uh, so those are basically like fake votes that you cast to to put suspicion onto other people in the show that they're actually um uh, that that another contestant or another two contestants voted a certain way when they didn't. So when we were going through it, um, that vote would have been unanimous had Enzo and Danny not cast those hinky votes. And Danny casting those votes, or that vote, that is maybe the poorest execution of a, of a, like a hinky vote of all time. Do you think telling, so? telling Cody or suggesting it to Cody and saying like, hey, we should do this. And then him saying... Nah, I'm not going to do it, and then still following through with it. That that just, I mean, that's a clear cut sign to say, you know, I'm not going to do it. it. That was it was tough. That was a really tough one to watch because I knew that that was going to happen because I, I I actually I thought she wasn't going to flip or no, I thought she wasn't going to cast a hinky vote after Cody was like, hey, let's not. Yeah, I don't think he, I don't think she was planning to until it seemed like it was a very in the moment thing. It, it might have been based also on what Julie Chen's like what reaction, her reaction yeah. was. She's like, wow, I'm super surprised. And I also think it comes down to. I don't think Enzo wants to work with Danny much longer. So I think the fact that she told Cody means that he probably knew they Cody and Enzo probably were like, "All right, let's not do this." And Enzo threw it out there cuz Cody has his trust. And so to throw Danny and someone else under the bus. So I think Enzo is really like playing up like, "Oh, maybe Danny got someone else to vote with her and she's in the second alliance." You know what I mean? I just think Enzo's playing it smart. Yeah. By Cast that other hinky vote by like throwing her under the bus even further. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah, I mean, if it was only those one of the, if it was only the one hinky vote, right? That looks weird because there's no one person who, it, unless someone's left completely out of the loop, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, unless someone goes completely rogue because the two people that Janelle technically would have had in her back pocket, being Day and Bay, um, didn't vote to save her. They did not. So. If if one if only one of them was cast, you would have had to look at Day or Bay and say it had to have been one of you. And it throws another wrench into it with the worst Big Brother player of all time, David, walking into the room when they're all trying to figure out who Buddy. cast the vote. Buddy, and he he was the guiltiest innocent person of all time. <laughs> we all know he did nothing. David, you did nothing. He did nothing. Look wrong. them in the eyes and tell them that you did nothing. Don't. He couldn't even say that. Can I tell you though? I think it goes along with what he has as a strategy, which is the fact. No, no, listen, hear me out. Right. Oh, what does he have? Strategy. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm right. listening. No, no, it's not so much a strategy. It's think of it this way. So far, he has been the guy where he talks about credit scores. He like never you got gives, bad credit. He never gives you a straight answer. So if I think if he said to all of them, "Oh no, I didn't vote," or "I did vote," I think either way. People would have been like, "Oh, you definitely did the opposite." Or, you know what I mean? I think him not answering was even better, dude. Because if he gave an well, answer, I don't know what sort of, of what sort of crazy ass logic are we using with that though? 
Have you I, ever seen a more suspicious thing in your life? If I was talking to you, right, if we were in the Big Brother house, I said, hey, Andrew, did you eat that peanut butter and jelly sandwich? And you went, what? Uh, what's, what's, what's a sandwich? What's, a, <laughs> what's peanut, peanut butter? butter? I don't, I'm not familiar. I only prefer peanut in physical form. I don't like it buttered. Well, also, I kind of, he's too stupid to do this, but. But also, he's so stupid that he might. Um, <laughs> he's an enigma. That's David. He's an enigma. Like, he might. I thought for a second watching that episode that maybe he was thinking, oh, yeah, I know I didn't do it, but maybe I'll make him think I did. Because he has, it seems like he's just lost and he has no direction and he's just trying to throw any move out that he can, like good or bad. He's just trying to make a move. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. That's really backwards, twisted thinking. Let's but keep my fucking maybe, water bottle over again. But maybe it was just so backwards I do and so it every twisted week. that he would actually do it. <laughs> he is actually. I get it. The you guys probably covered this many times before, but I was gone for a week in the woods. So you don't listen. You don't listen to the podcast. I listen to a few episodes. It's tough to catch up on eight, though. That's a lot of hours. It's actually technically nine. Nine, whatever. That's but correct. It's 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 about to be ten. I get it. It wasn't. He was an all-star. It was he. This is his redemption season. But you can't, like, you look at him and you're like, does he even deserve redemption? He didn't do anything last year. And he's so bad this year that, like, like it, it was really, it was almost just like throwing a completely new player in with a bunch of veterans. It's like, did you ever watch the challenge? Oh, yeah, I love the challenge. And they have the rookies versus the veterans. Yep. And... and like he needs to earn, he needed to earn his stripes, and that's what Memphis was trying to tell him. Yeah, but he needed his red skull. Yeah, and he need. That's why challenge first week this year. This is the first year I watched it. I know but, me too. But, but they threw the rookies in, and they were like, well, one of the veterans was like Johnny Bananas or whatever was like, rookies, you got to go earn your stripes, like throw them all in. And he just he took that. David took that so personally when Memphis was like, yeah, uh, like go go earn something. Yeah, you've like, earned you've earned nothing. Everyone here has been here longer than three days. Every single person in here has been here longer than three days. Yeah. You haven't earned anything. CBS a- is trying to force David on us, and I don't like. Uh, it. Well, no. Here's the thing, right? They were originally, I think, trying to force not force David, but I, I it's a decent enough story. Um, David, you look at him, right? Um, everything about him would lead you to think that he might be a good Big Brother player until he opens his mouth. Um, strong, charming, good looking, sociable enough, kind eyes good smile people like would would open up to him normally if he wasn't a fucking moron if he wasn't so stupid he would be fine in big brother he has all the characteristics of someone who can just win off of charm or should be able to the dude can't win comps i mean he's not very good he hasn't been in a ton of them but he has never won a comp and i think he's finished in last in most of them he finished in like second or third he almost won the hoh comp against enzo well, every every competition he's in, it's funny because the CBS does a cut where they'll be like, they cut to David in the DR, and he's like, "I'm so close, I can taste it," and he's like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna play my heart out. I know I'm just there. I gotta win." And then he loses so badly every time. Yeah, it's, it's they they try to force feed America David, and America is allergic to David. I'm so allergic to David. He gives me such a bad reaction. Yeah, and let me let me just point this out. In Big Brother Seven, the original All Star yep. season, the original All Star season, they didn't have anyone farther than tenth place. So the public voted in uh, eight people. Six people were then to, uh, uh, brought to the house via the producers. Two of the public, so basically like fan favorites, got chosen the house. They were both tenth place. Mm-hmm. The rest are like third, fourth, fifth, winning second place, fourth place. 
this season, there are people that have gone like Day got sixteen and eleven in two seasons, sixteen for David, um, Kaser got tenth in both. So like, it's not so much, and a lot of these people got like either second or third as well. Not to yeah, like, yeah, yeah, rack on the whole season, but I think really it goes back to what you were saying was like it's not an all star season for some it might be, but it's more of like like prove yourself season like prove you're an all-star it's not all-stars already it's like prove you are one i think that's that's what it is to me yeah during during the first episode when they did the intros this is what made me hate caser right off the bat interesting is he he's never made the jury yeah finished 10 twice never made the jury and he walked in with the big swinging dick and he (laughs) doesn't have it and he every cut to the dr with him is him acting wiser than everybody and acting like he's way he thinks he's way smarter and way better at the game than he actually is and it's like seems like it's it's just shocking to watch him do that and he he's in such a bad spot right now he has nobody to look at yeah and he's it's like i don't know it's like he likes being the underdog i or no i mean we know one thing about kaiser coming in is because janelle said it on her way out last Last week, or she might even said in, she's been doing a lot of interviews and stuff like that with like Us Weekly and, and a whole bunch of other um, news sources lately uh, as she was leaving. And uh, one of the things that she said was, I, uh, like, Kaser came into the house and didn't really want to work with any of the new guns. He didn't really want to work with any of the new school players because he, he respects an old school game. And that was his thing where he, it set him off in a pretty bad, on a, on a, it just set him off on a bad foot where it's like if you if he wasn't really willing to compromise with people coming in, he's obviously going to be screwed because most of the cast is new school. And also most of uh, like a, like probably two thirds of it is new school. I think there's only really some older like a few older people in it. He's mentioned a couple times too that, oh, I've never been in the house without Janelle. And it's like he's done it. He's done it a bunch. Yeah. And do you really do you need her in the house to to have any social game? Yeah. If that's the case, then you don't belong there. Actually, I mean, and, and looking at Janelle, Janelle's a massive target, one of the greatest players to ever play the game, the greatest female player, hands down. And she has made it further than him both times. She has, but she always paints a huge target on anyone she's associated with for good reason. Yes. She was, she was every in everyone's eyes, she was in Cody's mouth instantly, week one, like like day one. They were like, oh shit, like Kaser and Janelle are here. He was like, like, I need to get rid of them now. They were very big targets. Yeah, huge start. targets. And it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, they're they're both really good players. I, um, Kaser is a good player. He is he is a good player. Is he? He is. He is. Yes, he is a good player. He has he has not even lapses in strategy. I think his social game is he's very blunt, which is exactly the way I'm gonna do it on Big Brother 26. Is that your season? I think so. I get, give myself four years to get in shape. Can't, can't wait for them to do the the brother twist where I come in and they don't know we're brothers. <laughs> they're yeah. gonna have they're gonna have no idea. We look no, nothing no, alike. No, you still have bleached hair. Maybe you wear one of those like glasses with the mustache and the big nose. Oh, I could. Yeah, maybe, I could, maybe I could wear a big red nose. Maybe you get like a nose job or something I, necessary. Oh no 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 ha- hairline 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 first, buddy. Hairline restoration one no, nose no, job no, two. No no, no no one of us is gonna have to bite the bullet and go bald. Are you going bald? Wasn't pointing to me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you, you never said who in the fact Tori can go bald. Tori can go bald. Yeah. That's fine. Oh, they gonna throw three siblings in there? Oh, that'd be a great Ooh. twist, huh? Oh god. What a twist. What a twist. Tori would you blow it. Twi- and then be like, <laughs> like, oh, here's a twist. Three people are getting eliminated. And Tori'd be like, uh, they're my brothers. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, she actually she would. Tori's like, love you, Tori. Uh, you'll be on the pod at some point, maybe, if you're cool. It's our podcast. I know. Keep your keep your reactions to yourself. So. 
But no, I mean, I like she, it. Wait, Tori can't even order her own f- takeout food. What makes you think she's going to be able to record a podcast? Come on. She, she can't even call. She's a not even. Pizza place. She's not even here to defend herself. We're just going to. <laughs> we'll go into the have nots. So have nots this week. So they went from four down to three, right? And the way that the have nots work now is, um, which is actually a very interesting twist. A twist I like very much. Um, so Big Brother is two for two in twists so far this year. Like like firm two for two. Um, they the person that was on half not last week, which is like a really like a, a pretty strict punishment. Like you can only eat certain foods. You can only eat like, like slop all slop. week, which is gross. It's like an oatmeal yeah. thing or whatever. That's yeah, weird. Um, you can't e- you you have to sleep in like a room that's either really hot, really cold, super uncomfortable. Sometimes there's no beds, only beanbag chairs, stuff like that. It's like mental manipulation, cold like showers. tortures, cold showers. Um, so. It's it's not fun and no one ever wants to be on it, but there is some strategy to be played with it now because it's not just random people or people that volunteer, or just people that are picked straight up by the HOH. It's um the people that were on on it last week. So like Enzo picked Tyler, which I think they were probably both in on it together, and we're just like, hey, Tyler's like, you give it to me, and that way no one feels pressured into giving it to me in weeks moving forward. Makes sense. Cody picked Davon, which I did not really understand. There might have been some negotiation on the back end of that. Well, no, he talking he about went it. over and like they were laughing, then he went over and hugged her. So yeah. maybe just like a yeah. Hey, sorry. I think uh, I think yeah. I could have been. Um and then Bay picked Danny and that one felt a little bit um sharp. Bay hit her with the Danny was like, Oh I'll get you back and Bay was like Swing just don't but miss. don't miss. Yeah. Bitch. It's like, whoa. There's some there's some bad blood there. Yeah, I that was a weird uh, I don't know. I I think uh, and I, and this is not even spoiling really what we got coming up in the next couple of days because we're gonna have some fire episodes, ladies and gentlemen. Oh yeah. Oh my god, on, on Wednesday and Thursday, these are gonna be some of the best episodes of the season, if not the best episodes of the season, just based on what's happened in the DR. And and on the live streams. Not the DR, the live streams. It's late. We are recording this at um, it's past tw- midnight. Twelve oh nine on Monday morning. Night. Oh man, I gotta wake day. up early. Oh man, I've got work tomorrow. I got the SATs. <laughs> SATs. Oh, I got online college. Oh, same, buddy. I have to wake up and zoom in from my bed. Zoom oh, University. Yeah, that's what I'm paying twenty six grand for. <laughs> the um, no, we're recording this at like twelve ten, and I'm uh very tired. We just played two games of softball. Not even two games of softball. We played one game of softball and played tennis. That is correct, yes. But that didn't even get over. We had to come back and watch the episode. We ate some calzones. It was good. Um, calzones. They were okay calzones. Fuck oh, Bova. Okay, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa. No free, no free ad space. I said fuck Bova. No. We, if Bova, uh, Bova Bakery in the north end of Boston, if you want to sponsor us, I will forget all of the times that you've kicked me out. We'll be square. I won't have a grudge against you anymore. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> I like that note. <laughs> I like that note. I'm going to I'm gonna record over it. No, because I like Danny. No, no you no, don't. No, no. no, that's getting cut. Well, We're cut. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. Oh, now I have. It's, it's, oh, no, you're good. We We're good. We're good. We're good. No, it's, no, no. It's you, just got, you just got baited. It's getting cut because I have a dissenting opinion. No, here, here's the thing, right? Um... No one understands what just happened, but you might, because you'll hear the edit. So I'll see. I'll figure out how to place it. We'll yeah, leave we'll all this in. Maybe I'll cut that. all of it. Up. I don't know. I can do whatever the fuck I want. I'm just not keen to whatever's going on. I'm God in these You're parts. Not. I am God. <laughs> the um... hurry up, my damn son. <laughs> 
<laughs> but nah, so they went through have nons. They seemed all right. I mean, there's only three now, which is interesting. I thought I missed one when we were watching it, but no, they went from four to three because there's fewer people in the house. Makes sense. Um, Danny and Nicole spent some time talking in this. I always knew they were close. Um, uh, they gave him like a full segment to talk about it, like how close they were and how much they trust each other and stuff like that. I think that makes sense because I hate them both. I'm glad that they're aligned. They uh, both suck as people. Good Big Brother players. Nicole is still in my elite category. Nothing's changed. Danny is still in... Uh, she might be a contender. I think I'm, I, she was either jury or contender. I might have even moved her to a contender. Oh, can, I, can I edit my last statement about loving Danny? You can, yeah, I'll let you amend it. You don't, you know, listen, you can have a descending opinion. Just know that you're in bad company. We're an anti Danny Donato podcast. It is. Fuck Danny. Da- fuck Danny 2020. <laughs> you got it. There you go. Sorry, I had, Sound a, mini, it out. I had a mini stroke. I could tell. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, amendment here. Yeah, what's up? I like Danny, but very, I very don't like uh, the fact that she came after Ian in that way that was that that was uncalled for i'm i'm a big ian fan he's probably my favorite one of the season Uh uh-huh and i i don't like that however (laughs) if i didn't watch the live streams and didn't know that i i would be a huge danny fan i think that's an excellent job uh i'm trying to dig myself out of this yeah yeah (laughs) no no we like we don't like danny donato because she's a a bad human being Um, wait okay well well explain that explain that like just because she said that, or did she well, say other we, shit? We too? figured out how how many podcasts he's listened to. Yeah, really, he's listened to uh, what episode zero, maybe, dude. I listened to the first episode. We're just trying to get our downloads up, dude. Just like we're just trying to get listenership. Share it with your buds. You have friends. Can we cut those last few minutes and I can just like explain? No, 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 no. We're gonna no, keep them. No, we're gonna keep them. Gonna feel no, bad. we're gonna keep them. You can. No, no, no. Here's the thing, right? I'm not nothing. This is an opinion in a bad light. You have an opinion. You don't. You don't watch the live feeds. I do not. You don't want, you know, you don't, you're not on Twitter either. I'm trying to help you. Let me finish. <laughs> if you cut me off, then I'm not going to be able to help you out and dig you out of this hole because I want to help you dig out of it. Um, You don't watch live feeds. You don't, you're not active on the Twitter that's actively updated all the time. So you don't see anything that isn't included in the edit, right? Correct. If you watch the edit, Danny is painted in a really good light, right? Yes. correct. So there's no reason for you not to like Danny. Except for, like, the fact that we told you that, like, she was shitting on Ian, or not shitting on Ian, but saying that Ian was using his autism as a as a strategy, as a ploy to make make it further in the game, to get people's sympathy. That's a bad look. Yeah, when I when I said I like Danny on this pod, well, about an hour ago when we were watching this episode. Why did you like, like Danny in the first place? I think. She's a very. I think she's, she's uh, conniving her way in a good way to, like, she seems like she's low-key near the top of that alliance. You can she, call her hot. Like you don't have oh, no, to like... no, she's hot too. No, okay. no, no, no. <laughs> right. I, I, I was trying to keep it strictly the game, but yeah, she's hot too. Um, no, I think she's like a very like quiet contender out of that alliance. I think nobody in there is really going to target her first, and I think she has the potential to actually come out of that and like maybe be one of the last two standing out of that six person alliance. Yeah. That being that, said, no, that, no. That being said. I'm finishing my thought from earlier. Uh, yeah, about an hour ago when I was wa- we were watching the Sunday night <laughs> episode, I said, oh, I'm a big Danny fan. And then they said, fuck Danny 2020. And I asked why. And then they told me what you said about Ian. So, yeah, I did forget when I said I like Danny. So, I like Danny the player. I, I hate Danny the person. And that is perfect and right in line with how we've been playing this the whole time. Yes, it is. It's very we, much. Nope, that is, that is fine. You have to be able to separate the big brother player 
Um, and the person, right? Some of these people are really good people. Terrible. I'm sure David's a fine person. He seems like a fine fellow. Uh, sucks at the game. Uh, when I put him in, in next boot material or wherever I put him on a week-to-week basis, that's not me going like, man, I really hate this dude. I hope he's gone soon. It is looking at it logically and going, this is where I think they're going to finish. Yeah, you, you put him in gay and see the famous. Yeah. I have him in Jewish. Yep. That's that's my strange. Hot we're gonna we're gonna know. figure it out. Listen, we'll 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 a few we'll, more weeks. And we'll, we'll find out. out. Yeah. <laughs> the um, but no, what we were talking about with Danny. Danny is in my contenders. My contenders, no doubt. She is, like she's in correct. she's in that that second tier category. Because who did she say that to when she said the thing about Ian? Who did she say that to? Which it was thing, it was the thing about Ian. The uh, <laughs> yeah, which one? The which, uh, the autism time? the um, autism thing. She said it was to Nicole. I think it was. I thought it was to a blonde, and it definitely wasn't Janelle. So it had to be Nicole, right? Yeah, or maybe I, Keisha. But I don't even know if Keisha was here at that point. Keisha was gone by day three. Mm, I Keisha, Keisha might have been there. It was in the first like week and a half. So yeah. no, that's a, that's the thing where it, you would expect something like that to just spread. Like like whoever it she did. told that no whoever she, no spread within the house. Like, yeah, like she it, said like, it more than once. Like whoever she told it to would go. It's pretty fucked up. Like y- like she, fuck you. She said it more than once, and they went and um. People were talking about it in the house, um, and I, I think maybe even a little bit, or maybe not, but I'm pretty sure production pulled her into the DR and said, hey, stop. <laughs> Which, I mean, they do all the time for their own for their own benefit and to save themselves, and so they don't ha- end up with a, a, a Big Brother 15 f- fiasco again with a whole bunch of, um, God, oh my God, where to even begin? A lot uh, of M-bombs, right? Those, those are that, big there season were, of There M-bombs. were M-bombs, there were go make some rice, like, a whole lot of bad things um, by bad people. You, you know, the, you think they'd vet these people a little better? Yo, so that's what we've been saying. We've been saying that for weeks. Andrew and I have been saying that. Is that yeah. like, I think that Big Brother just needs to do a better job putting good human beings into the house. Granted, right? Uh, the the podcast, or not the podcast, the, the, the uh, Big Brother as a show, um, it's a pressure cooker. That's what they call it. It's a, it's a social experiment as yes. much as it is a game show. It's, hey, how can I take 16 fairly well-adjusted... I mean, obviously, they're all young and actors and attractive and stuff like that. You go ahead and take them all, and you go like, okay, if I put them in a room and deprive them of everything, because they don't have any entertainment. They have board games, I think, chess, I think. They might have cards. They might not have cards. I don't know if... I actually don't even know if they do or don't. I don't think they do. But all their stuff is limited. They don't have TV. They don't have music. They don't have magazines. They have no access to the outside world. They don't know what's going on. The whole world... We could be in a fucking... Like, it It could have been Armageddon. I mean, it wouldn't be because they'd probably cancel the show at that point. But it could be Armageddon. We're pretty much in Armageddon right now. Listen, honestly, <laughs> 2020, it's Armageddon. Armageddon, bro. But, um... It's our Armageddon. <laughs> That the uh that was a terrible joke. I'm gonna leave it in. That was the worst. Um, but no. So uh, all this stuff they're deprived of everything. It is a pressure cooker. So when you go ahead and you take seemingly good people, and you put them in a house like that, the 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 pressure gets super high, and people freak out and act in ways that maybe they wouldn't normally. It's not a normal environment. They can't do normal people things. When you get angry at somebody, I can't walk out of the building. If me and if me and you have a fight. I have to see you every day until yeah. one of us is evicted. So, like that's there's these are normal things that come up where it's like you can't react to it like a normal human being. You have to either like lie to their face or put on a fake smile and vent around the corner and talk to the dr. And like there's a whole bunch of weird things that you just got to do. Like there, it's different. So, but I do think that Big Brother has to do a better job of putting good human beings in the room. Putting fucking Aaron from season fifteen, Ooh. that racist ass sorority girl. Yep, that that doesn't work for us. 
It doesn't work for us. It doesn't work for them. It looks terrible for Big Brother. It looks terrible for fucking her entire family, which, I mean, maybe they raised her that way. Maybe they didn't. But, like, if and when I'm on Big Brother, I'm not going to lie to you. What's going on in the back of my mind is, like, I talk I talk a lot. Um, that's why we have a fucking podcast is because I don't know when to shut the fuck up. That is, yeah. Um, and, uh, nor do I want to shut the fuck up. That's why your episodes are three hours long. They're not. No. And to, also to anyone wondering, we're not going to do a Love Island podcast. We're not doing a Love Island podcast. Oh, my God. Talk about laborious. That's going to suck. We'll get back into that. Hey, I just want to finish my thought for yeah, one second. Yeah, we'll, no, go we'll, for it. Well, give us a download, and I'll start a Love Island uh, podcast. Hey, but the U.S. Send, one? Send, get send out of here. Send a tweet my way. Yeah, oh, all right. Um, Finish your thought, buddy. Yeah, but what I was saying was, um, so I think that uh, CBS is just just needs to do a better job of figuring out the good people to put in the house. Um, they're they're setting themselves off in a in a pretty bad light often, and they're they're trying to compensate for it now. They're heavy handed with it too. Like all of these really good social commentary episodes where they were. To, I mean, today we had. Uh, Kaser and Day going about it and talking about uh, cultural relations and being minorities in America. That's huge. We had Kevin talking about adoption and in vitro uh, last week. Um, there was a few others before that. There was another Davon one and a Bailey one. Well, like I think. the second or third episode of the season, there was a big talk about the social climate right now. Yeah, yeah it was like it was, it was, it was like there was like a Black Lives Matter one. I forget. There were like six of them. In a yeah, yeah, no, yeah. but it's good. These are good things. Like, does it feel a little forced? Yes. Yes. Is it important to get these messages in front of the audience that is seeing them, which is oftentimes a lot of very young, impressionable people? There are a lot of people from suburbs who aren't exposed to a lot of diversity. It's a pretty, like, not like a bougie show, but Big Brother is a very, like, it's it's historically a very white show. It's a very white show with a with a very white audience. Big Brother has a, a has an extremely white audience um, that trends very young. So if there's anyone that you want these messages to go out in front of, it is your audience right now so they can be a little bit better adjusted so they can be exposed to these things we've like, also talked about this before where it's like talk about colorism that was the one colorism that, well we talked colorism about that, was a great but one. we also one of the points we touched on was that does it really matter like cbs is trying to make a profit they're a business yeah but here's the thing is can they make a profit and send a great message to millions of people i argue yes I, i'd say yeah i mean like it might i think seem the, I think the ends justify the means yeah yeah the ends justify the means it might feel a bit forced but i think it's necessary to get that content out there if it benefits both society and cbs and listen so. cbs and big brother is not above doing forced shit they do forced gimmicks and stuff like that all the time i am very glad that they cut out one of those stupid segments where they'd have like christmas walking around with her fucking star babies ching, ching. Oh, oh, no. the, 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 uh, the christmas bells oh no the they're bell. all they're all bad all those those punishments are terrible uh and they're lame and like they go through and like they just make me feel cringe um i'm glad that they took away one of those and devoted it towards social issues um big brother i'm you got yourself a round of applause again because listen, you just keep doing the right thing, and like I, it feels heavy-handed. Yes, I do think that you can make this a little more seamless, but I think you have to start somewhere. And your cast have always been really white, and I think you're you'll get better. It'll get better. I, I think there is an actual real dedication to change because I think that's the way the social climate's changing. I think that's the way that, um, especially Hollywood's trending now, and it, you love to see it because it just makes for better content and it makes for a, a, a more representative landscape for everybody. And I think it goes a long way after the 20 seasons of fuck ups they've had yeah it goes a long way for them to not just cut like not have any more fuck ups to, but to also kind of reverse it and have some good things happen yeah not yeah. just not just the absence of 
shit that went down. Right. I, and I think they've done a pretty good job. They're not really burying what happened so much. Um, I mean, I, they kind of are. They don't they don't talk about Big Brother 15 anymore. There was a winner for Big Brother 15, and he's very vocal on Twitter, Andy Heron. Holy very shit. Much. The dude yes. doesn't shut the fuck up. You weren't that good of a winner. You were all right, all right? Um, but you were on the worst season of TV I've ever watched. These eyes, these eyes have never seen TV worse than that. And because uh, it was really uncomfortable because these people like lost their jobs. A whole bunch of them lost their jobs. A whole bunch of them like really had to deal with hate. Some of them are still empty on social media. Um, they can't really do anything. So they uh, uh, Andy is complaining all the time because he's not on Big Brother All-Stars. But it's like it doesn't really matter because you're not um, <laughs> you're just on a bad season. Bad, bad luck, bro. Bad luck. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I don't know. I just think, given everything, it's it's very nice to see them doing it. Yeah, you know, just no. to, just to end on that point. Too, yep. like you know. No, I think it's always good to see. Always good to see for sure. Um, we always had those like deep talks, right? <laughs> and that one actually went on for pretty a pretty long time. But we uh, and then we have to segue back to something stupid like Enzo just pounding white claws in the HOH room, which is so interesting, right? Yes, because I like. I don't know. I watched Big Brother for a while. They never show alcohol on TV. It's very weird that they showed alcohol on TV. The Are they allowed they, to show alcohol on TV? You can't show anyone you, drinking no, it. No, you can show... They it, can't drink it. Same thing with a commercial. Like, you can have a commercial for booze. Do you remember those Neil Patrick Harris... Yeah, where he drank, it off, he drank it off the off where, where screen. The, that was actually the, very the camera, funny. The camera pans yeah. down, yeah. and you see just Neil Patrick... You see little Neil Patrick Harris <laughs> on the screen for, like, a few seconds, and then it goes up, and the Heineken bottle's empty. He's like, ooh. Yeah. Heineken. Yeah. Yeah. So you can't drink it on tv but unless it's like hbo or something but yeah, then, yeah you, can, you can't do it on public like cable yeah, television yeah. you can do it on like subscription-based stuff like yeah. hbo and stuff yeah um but no it, so that was interesting to see a white clot because they were also talking about earlier cody was complaining about i can't it might have been bay day it might have been some a woman in the house i can't remember was drinking went what? up and drank like cody's beer oh okay uh when he was hoh i believe yep and so it's when memphis was hoh janelle went up there to try and campaign for um it must have been for um nicole a at that point yes and uh they were drinking wine up there and yeah. and that's when Nicole was like, "You didn't get any headway with me. Like you didn't make any progress with me. You spent the entire night drinking wine with Memphis in the HOH room." So like, as soon as I heard that too, I was like, "Damn!" Like, full blown alcohol. Like, I think in past seasons they weren't allowed to have alcohol. I think it's also the fact it's an all star season. Might be a little more lenient. Uh, Maybe more lenient. Uh, you know, also to entice them to come on the show, being like, "Hey, listen, hey, we're forty years old. We're gonna drink <laughs> also, when we drink." Also, we've been in a pandemic. I can tell a lot of you guys have been drinking. All right. I can I can see it I can see it in your your body chemistry very much so yeah. yeah so I mean like come on in like they just um just come on in uh if you come into this house and stay with all these other weirdos for a hundred days then uh we'll give we'll give you a little bit of booze back to the Enzo White Claw not what I expected him to be drinking no he's wicked, he's in wicked good shape though so what low calorie super well, low, super low calorie okay well my question was gonna be what drink do you would you have expected I guess you guys would have expected that I would have expected He's a Jersey guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, I would have expected like a like a locos. Cl- <laughs> oh, probably. I yeah, actually, I was going just crushing no, locos. Like like the old four locos. Yeah, yeah. Like the, eight cups of coffee. The one, yeah, the ones that like killed you, made your heart stop. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, the, the good ones. <laughs> I I would have expected like a club drink, kind of like maybe like a like a G and T, like a G and T, maybe a vodka soda, maybe a vodka cran. Like, I imagine him being forty five years old or however old he is, just 
sipping drinking in the Manhattan. Well, yeah, yeah, well, sipping in the back of the clubs. Yeah, yeah. well, CBS Sports, um, obviously a direct, you know, yeah, affiliate of CBS. Yeah, affiliate of CBS. They have a deal with Miller Lite because they show it during football mm. games, right? So I assumed it would have been Miller. Whoa, Lite good. No, product, I mean, uh, they might be owned. White Claw might be owned by the the bigger Miller company. The, all those all those other ones are. Like you're tru- looking that up right now. Truly is owned. Yes. Truly owned by Sam Adams. Who owns White Claw? If they're owned, they're all owned by bigger ones. Hmm. Yeah, no, I, I'm trying to. Bud Light has their own, but the um, yeah, they they. I was just surprised to see alcohol in there because I know that they had some some difficulty because they used to have alcohol at the very beginning of Big Brother. I'm almost positive this is a little bit before my time because I was like six. Um, but yeah, they they used to have Big Brother or they used to have alcohol in Big Brother house, but they didn't. Um, they used to be a whole bunch of fights and stuff like that. No, it is owned just by uh Mark Anthony Brands. Miller Lite is separate. So oh, wow. why it's so I guess it's just White Cloud. There's shown it either fast. Good, good for it. No, I think I, no, I think um, I mean Enzo definitely requested it. In his oh. box. Oh yeah. So yeah, very much so. Go, good for you, White Claw. Um, you're getting a lot of airtime on this this program. This is a free ad space. White Claw didn't pay for this yet. Checks haven't cleared, but um, no. Enzo was Enzo was pretty funny tonight. He was he had to read his nomination speech. Um, so like uh, going into all these competition or all these um like presentations, like when you pick the nominees and you have the veto and you go ahead and you evict people and stuff like that, there's a whole procedure with like, like the, the actual HOH has to get up there and talk about, or the person that wins the veto has to get up there and talk about. So it was funny cause he went and, uh, Enzo goes up and goes, uh, this is the nomination ceremony. Yeah. It is. I have to nominate. Two people to be evicted uh, this a week, and then but a you, mamma mia. <laughs> that's one spicy eviction. But he was looking at the wall. He was looking at the. Monitor he was staring at the monitor like, on the wall. No, he's staring at the monitor, which means like, um, oftentimes they don't do that. Like I don't. I maybe they do. Right. I've never been inside the Big Brother house. They might have the prompt up on the wall there, but a lot of them feel like they're just they're just speaking it. They just know it. And those been in this house for like hundred something days. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He knows how. Know. He knows how to. He knows. Should know by now. He's heard it. A, He's heard it every, he heard it like fifteen times in his season. Yeah, and if you watch every season, you should about know it. I think it's a certain script they want you to. Oh, stick it, to. oh, you have to, you have to. Yeah, exactly. And like when you stray from it, because there are like bloopers and stuff like that that come out all the time, like after seasons and everything, where they're talking about it and they're like, like, oh god, like, like, like you can see when they're super exhausted and someone's really struggling to get their speech out because they record it like over and over and over again. It's one of those things, like one of those editing things that they won't. They they'll never include all the the rough drafts that are there. They'll just put together a finished product exactly. with an edit. So um, it was funny because I was looking around at the people at the table too, and they looked fucking so irritated. They were just like, "Let this be over. I don't care if I'm on the block. Just like get me out of this fucking Enzo hellhole." But um, yeah, reading his speech off the wall, it must have taken him like a thousand takes to actually do it. It looked like he was fucking getting tired of it too. Yeah, he was like, like zoning. He's like, I know, I know it, dude. Like, just Kaser and fucking Kevin, just go get on up there. We haven't even talked about the nominations yet, have we? No, but we will. I mean, they're next up. It's just like Kaser, Kevin. Um, interesting, definitely interesting. Kaser, obvious choice. Obviously, target, either target. Has, really, I I would think. Kevin's actually going to be the primary target this week. Interesting. Mainly because Kevin and Kaser, Enzo's, you know, uh, thing for putting up there was, the reason for putting up there was they really haven't talked game with him over the last four weeks. I yep. think keeping Kaser around as just someone who can go up on the block a week after week and get away, it saves face for not trying to pick off two people in one week, ruin two people's, you know, opinion of you in one week. Kaser already knows he's going to keep going up on the block. Yep. 
and Kevin can just go away, and he hasn't really made alliances, strong alliances with anyone else. So it could just be Case or Kevin now, Case or David, Case or Ian. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. And just make it soup like so that way you don't have like two people's you know blood on your hands. It's just one person week after week until Case is finally like, oh, it's top eight. Let's actually get him out now. Our alliance is the top seven. Yeah, whatever. I think that would be stronger. Obviously, it's risky with him possibly going HOH. It and is stuff. risky. But I think the fact that once the majority alliance with like Cody, Tyler, Enzo, all they they kind of are starting to have majority control of votes, especially now with the voting being like I think down to nine people. Yeah, I think it's going to be at the point where it's like they can just keep doing that because they have been winning comps left and right. Yeah, I mean the the deck is the deck is stacked against um all these players except for I mean I mean everyone on these bottom things because that 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 there's two six people alliances. And four of those people and each of them are the same people. Exactly. Ten people are tethered together by these alliances. Ten of them. Like, like that is a lot of people in the house. It's technically most of them. Some of them are on the bottom, right? I mean, like, like uh, Davon and Bailey are in one of those alliances. They're technically on the bottom. Memphis is on the bottom, kind of. Ian isn't really in any of those. Um, Kevin isn't in any of those. Kaser isn't in any of those. You could bind those six people together and do some decent shit with that. Or five people together and do some decent shit with that. You might be able to rope in Christmas, but Christmas is in those alliances too. So it, there is a lot of, ah, it's the same thing that's always happened in Big Brother. Always happened. It, it's one majority conglomerate that just fucking just crushes everybody. It really bogs down the show too. I started watching BB17, and so I don't know the old school yeah. like you guys do, but having two big alliances like that, or even just like this season, Last season, Paul season. God, the Paul season Paul's was the worst season. one. It's just you have one super alliance that just steamrolls the entire season, and then then it comes down to those guys, and just it's not like there was last season. Last season, I didn't watch. I I didn't even know Nicole came in. What she come in second? No, she came in third, and I didn't know that either. I, I didn't we know were she recording. Came in third. We were recording episode zero, and I was like, "What? What place did Nicole come in seventh? And Andrew's like, "I don't really know." And then we were, we went back and talked about it the next episode. Next episode, and I was like, "What? What place did Nicole come in?" You're like third, and I was like, third. Third. <laughs> yeah, because what? Well, it was just so. It was very boring. Super boring. I lost it, track last season. It was just so predictable. Yep. It was just. Like. It, Having one big alliance, I, I and there's no way you can really avoid it either because it's all how the players decide to divide themselves. But having one or two big alliances, it just really bogs down the game. It makes it very predictable. Nobody's willing to go against them because everybody else isn't like another big alliance. Like this season, you have that big that big one, and then the floaters, and you had yeah you had Janelle and Kaser, but two people aren't going to take down those six, and it really just it makes the game it makes the game suck. It's tough. It's tough too because um, usually, right? You would always vote to save your allies. Always, that's the name of the game. Even if, even if your best friend's on the way out, Janelle was a great ally to Bay and Day. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. Kevin, not as much Kevin, but like, even I mean, Kaser went on the block next to her, but the only two votes that Janelle got were, um, were votes from from the like the hinky votes. They were the, the fake, votes. the fake votes. Yep. Were the ones that went to Janelle. Um. 
anyone in that house who had a good relationship with Janelle and thought Janelle was a, a better uh, an asset to their game would have kept her. Day and Bay would have preferred to keep Janelle. I know they would have. They said they would have. They should have. They they said afterwards they're like we should have because it would have been a better show. And then Bailey was like, well, I mean, she knows how we voted now. She will know how we voted, like, and she will know our rationale that we did it to save ourselves. But saving yourself is the whole thing. It's like you didn't usually have to do that. You could put your votes however you wanted to put them. And like, like it didn't even matter if you stood out like that. But the thing is, they all have to con- they all have to decide. And there has been more unanimous votes. And I think that would be actually an inter- interesting thing for us to research for the next season or for the next episode of this. If you want to go, if we can, we can work on that. It's just seeing how votes have actually shifted, and just like any votes, just objectively, yeah. Whether it's like six five or unanimous or whatever, just to see how these things work out. Because I feel like there were a lot tighter votes, very like a lot closer races in past seasons and i've never seen so many unanimous votes in my life it happens like almost every week there's unanimous we can take a look at this because that's something i've been collecting data on and i've been slowly working on it because it's just it's, it's a lot it's 20 22 se- seasons 22 seasons over 300 people i'm like i'm it's all binary zero yeah. and one <laughs> and i'm like oh god but no doing I, the lord's work andrew's yeah. doing the lord's work if you ever if you're listening to it and you're just like man like that andrew guy he sounds fun but anthony talks a lot and it's because andrew's doing a lot of the numbers he's rain man Andrew is Rain Man sitting I, at the other I, end. Of- I'm hoping <laughs> by the end of the season, possibly the start of next Big Brother season, I actually have all the day finished because it is, it is so time. I can't wait until you have a, a Big Brother like statistical model, predictive and model, predictive way. model, and you can go ahead and just ditch me, and you can just sell it to CBS. Yeah, like, oh, that's right. I'll give you. I'll give you. We 20. don't have to talk about it anymore. I can literally just tell you who's going to win. I'll press this yeah, button and run the go, run the program. Dude, we could do a predict it over. Uh, Big oh Brother. my god, we can we can create our own <laughs> our own futures market. It already, it already exists. It already exists. It already exists. Oh, does it? No, I, trust me. Sad. Trust me. Trust me. Rob has a podcast. Is already on it. Shout out, Rob has a podcast actually, because they are the 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 reality TV uh, kings, queens, and others. You could call them a wagon. No, Wait, I'm not seeing. We're that. the wagon. I'm not seeing them having that. They do. Do they? It's on Twitter. Oh, that's yeah. They, well, it's like they buy stock. Like every anyone can play. You get like five hundred dollars or whatever, and like stock, like Big Brother player stock rises and stuff like that. It's a genius idea. It's an idea that like I thought of. I, I mean, I I sure I of course I, I definitely thought of it first. I just I, they got to it before me. You know, they have all sorts of resources and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, no, this is real. It's, just, it's, it's just real. Yeah, it's oh, real. So I can just make money with my predictive mile next time. Yeah, I'm fine with that. What do you What do you mean? It, it, you don't make actual money with that. I know I, we could start a real. We money. can do it. Uh, I'm all about gambling. Listen, you're talking to a great A degenerate, and uh, buddy, we're clamoring for things to bet money on. Oh yes. Back to Edge of Domination. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. No, we're, no, we're recording a Big Brother no, podcast. No, I forgot. Sorry, uh, that doesn't been gambling. Yep, my bad. No, my view. No, I just got a. I, I had a point. Um, it, the pattern seems to be yeah, first two or three weeks, you get. Like, nobody wants to make a big move. So you pick off these two people, random people. Okay, next week it's like, oh, maybe the same two people or just people who tend to be aligned with them or whatever. Yeah, but it's a very quick shift from I don't want to make any waves and all of a sudden you're in jury territory. Yeah. It, it really, like, it, it sucks. I, like, you sit there every week and they the way they edit it, it's like, oh, oh, like Enzo's considering maybe throw in I don't know. The, I don't know who he's considering, but like, oh, maybe, maybe throws up like Davon, or maybe throws up Memphis. Like, yeah. like they're thinking about, oh, maybe they backdoor Memphis last week, and they edit it to the point where you're like, oh, it might happen. And at this point, whenever they do that, I'm like, I know that's not happening. I, I, I can't remember the last in any of the past se- like few seasons. Yeah, the last time where somebody actually went like, oh shit, I like, I'm gonna flip it. I'm, I'm gonna 
do like I'm gonna make a big move. Nobody wants to be the first one to make a big yeah. move. No blindsides don't happen like that anymore. No, it sucks. What's well, it's very interesting that you mentioned that, right? Because that's what Andrew and I do, and we've been talking about it for a while. Is um read the edit. You can read the edit. You can. And I do want I want to give credit to Peridium who who brought that up. Uh, Peridium, uh, Billy Geis, if you're up there, if you're listening, if you're up there, big guy. Uh, shine your light down on us because we fucking love you, dude. And I watch all your videos and you're you're honestly a genius. And in a, in a, in a good amount, you're, I'd say you're a genuine inspiration for us wanting to do this because I've been watching your content for a while. Um, and he talks about the purple edit. And you, you actually yes. know the purple edit, I think, a little bit. I think you probably explained it a little better I, than I can. So I saw a little bit on – he made a Survivor. Yep. Um, but it was about Survivor. And it was basically how it was this woman who's on Survivor. I can't remember which season – and during the edits of the show that they do, it's it's all so they don't do it um, all like live evictions live stuff like that. What they do is that they record it all within the couple week span, and then they edit it and they release it on like a weekly, biweekly yeah. basis. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the purple edit is basically this woman didn't even have her introduction or like her second introduction like until like the fourth episode or something yeah. like that or fourth week. Yeah. So basically, it was as if. She didn't even exist in the game until, like, other than in wide shots, until, like, later in the game. If you're, like, because they basically edit her out, which means that she, you can tell she's not going to win. Yeah, they don't want people to get attached. Yeah, and there's this whole, it's, like, a 15-minute video about it, and the guy does an absolutely brilliant job breaking down, like, the minutes that were spent on it. You can kind of tell, like, how it's going. And it was uh, Survivor Nicaragua was the one that was, and it was basically an invisible end edit. And yep. her name was uh, Purple Kelly. Yep. So it was basically it's just someone they basically ignored in the edit because they're not going to win. They haven't done anything interesting. And instead of putting equal amount of time on each person, you can tell who the producers are favoring, especially in Survivor, where yeah. you know the winner, yeah. you know the runner-up, you know all the places. So you can do that. But in Big Brother, you don't know who's going to win, who America might vote for, and the fan favorites. So you have to try and show more equal, but you can still mm -hmm. kind of tell who the production wants to air a lot of time on that week like because some weeks we talked about like last week like enzo or someone was no no yeah we we, we, like, yeah. we basically break it down every episode um and it doesn't really make sense for this episode because like everyone was shown in some capacity because the hoh competition took up like 20 minutes so like a lot of that like you see it but um we always make a point to mention it because um it's just something interesting to follow like like sometimes there for a whole long time there danny didn't get any attention why didn't danny get attention she's tied in with everything right you think she's in good place um some people say that when you're edited out a lot of like former contestants say that when you're edited out and you're not included a lot in certain episodes that's actually a good thing um because it means you're not really making waves, good or bad, and you're flying under the radar. And sometimes you're actually making good moves, but CBS can't turn it around. I noticed that with Ian. Ian yeah, Ian, Ian has been—he's flying under the radar like he wants. Ian, to Ian might have been completely invisible today. He might not have had one dr today. I did not see him have a dr. Good I point. I don't think he had a dr. All he, I think Bailey didn't have a dr. I think most of what he had, maybe was she did. He walked into the restroom and then Nicole and Danny were laughing because I think he was going. Oh to the yeah, he was like taking a shit. Yeah, didn't even show him taking a shit. What the fuck? They have a camera in there. I know they do. They do have a camera in the bathroom. That they just, they just no, that, no, 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 they do. No, I believe you. The that's, camera's that's in the bidet. <laughs> Is that not how no, that works? I feel it's like a, it comes it's down. A, no, it's a toilet cam. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> what? Okay, oh yeah, we we have to talk about that. What they have a camera in the bathroom? Yeah. Because the camera by the sink doesn't catch enough. Like why? Why do they need one in the actual bathroom? Brandon, in Big Brother, uh, you are on camera twenty four hours a day. I get it, but like the shower camera, it's back. It's like like why? Why did? So on the live stream, you could just watch people shitting and pissing. Like, uh, no, I wish. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're describing my favorite show. It doesn't <laughs> exist yet. 
No, it hasn't got greenlit. <laughs> no, no one wants to pick up my pilot. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a it's a camera I put in a Wendy's bathroom. <laughs> no, but but like like, well, why? So if that's not on the live stream, and it's not on the show, who the fuck is using the bathroom camera? So it, it activates when two people walk into the bathroom. Okay. So it's it's always on. It's always on when two people walk into the bathroom. They turn it on, and on the live stream, like on the live feed, you can see it. Yes. So why, there's been why? stuff that happens before where like like it ends I think when when Enzo got like bidet shit water all over the toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think they had a, a there might have been an angle that came down. It was like the it, there might have like as he walked out of the door, not like walked out of the door, but I think like when the door swung open like Cody went in there and looked around or something like that. Yes. I feel like I've seen inside that I definitely have seen inside that bathroom, but there's a camera that points straight down. Um would I feel comfortable when I'm on Big Brother, right? I might I might cover myself while I uh defecate. No shame. I just think that should be no shame. against. I think that should just be against a lot of. No, you sign away your rights, dude. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I mean, I'm I'm already allowing you to film me twenty four seven. Can I at least get five minutes to take a shit? No, and not no, be no, no, because, like, because... And, and you know what? You can even see me walk in and walk out. And you can see that I spent fifteen minutes in there, or twenty minutes, or maybe however long it took. But why do they need? That just that boggles my mind that they're actually that's actually a thing. You would think that that would be canceled by now. Mm. My my issue is that it is always on, and it they don't show it live. Like they don't show it at all. But like, dude, I don't trust everybody at CBS. Do you think like creepy, just, like weird video editor dude well, didn't... isn't like jerking off to me of all people? This fucking beefcake taking a shit. But no, no, but I, <laughs> you know, production has some of those videos. They're like, I'll save that for later. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, you're I, telling me that the company. I'm not, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie. We should probably stop this if we either either one of us want to get on the show or all, any of it's us. It's a good point. That's a good point. Last, last thing. <laughs> the nail in the well, coffin. We're probably gonna end up cut, We're probably gonna end up cutting this. But what, what was what was Julie Chen Moonves's husband's last thing? Moonves. Yeah, no, no. What, what what did he do? Why why is he? Cancelled. All right, we are certainly going to cut this, but I'll put in nice music right here. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Real, real heavy stuff. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. It was not. It was not a good look. Yeah. Very tough. Very tough. But that's why she goes by Julie Chen Moonves now. Um, we're not keeping that in. You can always uh Google it. Y'all have Google. You have. Google smartphones. Just, just think of Les Moonves as. Hey, I mean, come on, that was that bad. Come on, we don't have to. No, no, no. You we don't. were all thinking it. We, I, I would never use those words out loud. <laughs> oh my god. And, hey, well, respect to Julie Chen Moonves uh, for standing by her husband. Yeah, uh, big Through us. The thick and the thin. And the... We love Julie up in these parts. We do love Julie. Uh, Julie Chen Moonves, you can kick me square in the She's chest. She's aged backwards. Oh my god. Yeah. Julie. She's starting to. <laughs> <laughs> That's staying in. <laughs> I'm not even. There's no edit on that one. That's that oh my in. God. Uh, we we clipped so hard. On that. I know. Oh, you should see this. Thing. <laughs> no, that's um. But now you, uh, we bring you on one podcast, and I've done. You've given me an hour more worth of work. I speak my mind. Um, <laughs> we're a super pro Julie Chen Moon uh, Moonves uh, podcast. Julie, listen, dog. Right. I'm sure we'll meet at some point. Um, 
uh, yeah, I would. They'll, they'll meet when you get kicked out first week. When you come in sixteenth on Big Brother twenty eight. They'll, they'll meet. They'll meet when when Julie has to call the cops to like get me out of her driveway. Uh, get her, oh. get me out of when, her when, rose no, bushes. What she's like? She's like Anthony. You've been evicted first. Come sit in this chair across me, and you go, to, go sit to sit on her chair. <laughs> she's like, nah, <laughs> security. <laughs> no, but um, Julie, listen, honest, uh, really like true thing. If you ever want to come on the podcast, you will have you. Um. Only, only stipulation is I want you to super glue my nostrils shut and stick a hose in my mouth and just really make me work for it. And yeah, that's fucking staying in because I control the edit. And <laughs> and, and, yeah. my, and my les this is the most fun I've had recording this. It's and, and my, <laughs> this my, is... my les moonfest comment couldn't stay in. No, no, no. because you called les moonfest a. Okay, I well, mean, we well, did. yeah. You didn't have to. You didn't have to use those words. I didn't even know those words were allowed in the state. Can we stop saying those things? I have to keep writing these notes. No worries. Up. No, no, I go. What, what stop saying? <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to call him up. As long as I want to call him that. Just a lot of beeps. Yeah, I know what it, I know what you fucking Yeah, fuck y'all. All right, all right. All right. The um Fuckers. not fuck y'all. Not fuck the audience. We love the audience. No, um, no, no. I mean y'all as in you all who I know, are I know. I was just reading it out loud. Yeah, we do I have know. we do have some Clips? Are we gonna go through the clips? I think it makes sense to go through the clips. Sure. Yeah. Uh, which one do you want to start out? With? Um, let's do. Okay. So Caser is making a a, a a case for himself. He's making a Caser for himself. Uh, to stay in the. Uh, yeah. All right, all right. All right. I could edit in the booze. Oh, can I start Don't the clip, clip already? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead and start the clip. No, I feel I feel like you just need anyway, some real life to booze preface for this clip. Uh, basically, Caser. Uh, is literally telling Day to just keep him in the house to have a buffer for themselves, meaning Bay and Day. So here's the clip. You don't vote to save me, then let me just put it, you know, plainly, you're next. Yeah. No, like, I agree. Use me as a fucking buffer at least for your own game B. Like, that's the logical thing to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's. Yeah. I'm just telling you, it's inevitable. Like, we could have never talked. They were going to come after you anyway. Because you weren't part of that whenever they made it. It wasn't because of us. That was the excuse. They want you to believe that it was our fault. Yeah. And um, so that's the clip. Dude was using the fuck word a lot. He was using the fuck word. We don't endorse the fuck word on this podcast. What, is, what pisses me off so much about it is the fact that she was just sitting there saying, yeah... Yeah, but what he was saying was a thousand percent right. He was so right. This goes, not wrong. He's this not goes wrong. back to Swaggy's tweet where he said Bailey Bay and Day don't know that they're at the bottom, and this is Bay probably just going like, "Yeah, you're just trying to stay in the house." And he's actually like, "No, look, I'm not gonna win. I know where I am. I'm trying to help anybody, but that big alliance. Yeah. Like, use me, keep me in this house, and help you." And she's like. Yeah, I know how to play. Yeah, day, like, day yeah. was yeah. It's it's day the same thing. Yeah. I mean, then you go. It, 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 it echoes what David was doing, where he was like, oh, "Dave, just calm down." It's like, David, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah, and no, this, they, they, they don't, don't know, know where, where you stand. stand. You don't know. No stand. one in this house knows where they stand. That's the worst. That's the worst part. Kind of kind of goes back into exactly what we thought is that everyone is so insecure. Actually, actually, false. Everyone thinks they're way better than they really are at this game. 
They are they are all stars. The confidence is crazy. Um, but I mean, part of it is just sitting there, just being like, like you don't have to walk into every room and think that you can dominate everybody and get everybody's honest opinion. When you walk into a room, you can't expect honesty from everybody. You shouldn't have to ask people questions. It's awful. It's really bad. Brutal. So he told Day that, and Day was just responding, yeah. The next clip I'll show is Bay telling Kesa that he has already done so much damage to her game. Oh, boy. Um, you and Danelle have already done so much damage to my game. You use my name. You tell people that I'm 100% locked. You tell people you have me here. I've heard people being like, Danelle says she has you wrapped around her finger. I've heard these things, and I'm aware of you letting... I never said that. I didn't say you. I said Janelle. But I'm aware of you letting people know that... I'm locked or I'm 100, even if it's just between us. And I had to check Janelle about it, so now I'm checking you about it. Do you Dude, understand what No, let me finish. Okay. Don't, don't interrupt. Yeah. Interesting, interesting stuff. Um, You know what I really hate about Big Brother? Because they do it all the time because they have to. I hate whisper voices. Oh it makes me so God. uncomfortable, dude. The when, subtitles, when they have to put the subtitles when they're talking. Like I, I just hate when people have a lot of like... They're talking with their hands. There's a lot of wetness in their mouth. Don't. Don't. I'm editing that out. I'm putting in more elevator music if you keep it up. I'll edit you out. I'll give you the purple edit. You know what? You're going to listen to this anyway. I'm going to stop with the audio now. <laughs> the, I'll, I'll go back, trust me. It's going to take me fucking forever to do it, but I'll do it. Brennan. I'm done. Stop. Okay, I'm done. You're a guest. I was just trying to like like demonstrate for everybody. They know what it sounds like. I edit it out all the time. Episode. If you want to listen to what it sounds like with a lot of mouth noise, episode zero. Yeah. Go back <laughs> to that one. Brennan, I'm. You're just gonna get silence. I'm gonna actually. You're on a separate audio track. I can just silence your shit straight out. All right, I'll stop. Yeah, and it's also spiking. So yeah, you're easy. clipping super hard. The um, don't put that in your mouth. <laughs> Listen, we've heard that before. Stop it. Bad. 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 Down. Um. <laughs> Down. The um. But no, I mean, uh, Kaser's not wrong. Um, and uh, but Bailey is entirely wrong. Uh, Kaser's done what damage to Bailey's game? What 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 was D- Bailey doing to benefit her own game? As far as I'm concerned, nothing. Who is she aligned Bailey. with? She has got Day, and that's it. She oh, got Day, and you know, fake you know, alliance. you know what's a winning combination? Uh, just having one person in the house. It happens all the time, right? Absolutely. Well, Every well, winner just has one. Well, you saw the hitmen. And you saw oh, the, the commission. Hitmen. No, 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 The hitmen were wrapped in the bomb squad, which was wrapped in the fucking whatever it was, the detonators, which is wrapped in. Th- that was that was two that people. Was well, well, that was layered. That was an onion. Are you saying that Bay and Day can't be the the power duo on their own? Alliances are like Shrek. They're made up of many layers, and this is how we have. That to was view that was in my that alliances are ogres. Was that was in your show notes? No, that was in my my student council speech when I was a. Uh, Running for vice president senior year. Oh, whoa. Wait, you were vice president in high school no, senior no, year? No, no. And win junior year. Oh, my God. Oh, wait. That won you? The sp- that won you? That Landslide. I won no way. 75% of the vote. Fuck you. Less moon vase. I mean, you out. <laughs> Maybe I edited in less moon vase there. I think when you said, fuck you, less moon vase. No. Um... <laughs> I beat less moon vase for high school vice president. <laughs> no, yeah. Um. I understand they have layers, and um, <laughs> yeah, there's um, yeah, they they really they <laughs> don't, and you know what the thing is, like, they don't stand a chance. Like you can tell, there are probably five or six people, Less including than. including no, including Bayer Day, that are already 
out of contention because if you don't have an alliance already, you're fucked. Yeah. And Bay and Day have nobody. All they had was Janelle and Kaser and maybe David if he wasn't such a fucking idiot. David's a moron. And he, he actually is subtraction by addition. No, he, he hurts everyone. He's hurting everyone's game in the house. He's, not, he's not benefiting anybody. Yeah, no, no. He, he's, he's subtraction by addition. And it's... Yeah, so Bay and Day, I, I don't understand why Bailey was so pissed at Kaser for being like, hey, I'm trying to help you. It makes it, it just doesn't make any sense. She clearly doesn't know where she stands in the house. She's next on the chopping block. It go it probably goes her, David, Bay and Day. And that's it. Yeah. No, the um I think I, I think it does. I mean I, I thought that when they were like and Danny actually said it straight out. She said when I when I'm using this vote here, I'm hoping that it falls on both Danny or not Danny, it falls on both Bay and Day. She wanted to plan it on them, but she wanted to plan it on them for a different reason, to break them off of whatever alliance that they're in so she can be their new plus one, which is a smart move. Honestly, they're on the bottom. They're super loyal to each other, but we don't um, we don't really know. I, I, they, I don't even think they know. I think I think everyone in the house thinks they're, they might even be tied in a little better than they are or have a better clue of where they stand. They, they are... Love them as people. <laughs> I, I had such look at look at my week one. Look at my week one tiers, dude. They were both ranked really high. They were. I think I had Davon as a contender. You might have. I definitely. I think I saw them. You might have been I, like I, one was getting to your fam soon. One was Jurious. So yeah. I had little. I think little I had hopes. Uh, Bailey. Bailey has been in in Jury-ish the whole time, which is not a bad place. Most of the people are in Jurious. They should be for you. For you, most of them are in jury For Whoa. me, like most of them are in bottom. That's because like, mathematically, it makes sense. We've already me. been over this. We have in every single and our our things are our tier rankings going to look a little different next week. Probably a little less phallic. A little less phallic, and also because we're splitting up into definitely. Like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna figure out a new a new format for you. Low, y'all. high, mid. Because now, like everyone's in jury at this. Actually, there's two more people to go out, and then everyone's in jury. So. Um, it's not gonna oh, make sense. Let me put this. I had, I think, Devon in first material and <laughs> Bailey getting to see their family soon. Yeah, where did I have them? You had, uh, I think Bailey and Contenders, and or no, Bailey and Jerryish, Devon and Contenders. No I had, doubt. I had Devon and Contenders, no doubt. But yeah, Devon. The um, uh, I, uh, they're just playing the same way that they played the first time, and it's so irritating because I really do like them as people, and I thought they'd be better. I thought they'd learn a little bit, and they're not. They're not playing very well. Seems like everybody that got on All Stars got a big head. It, it was it was they like call oh. it, they call it All Stars. I mean, they, these people are well, no, the best the players even, in the game. Even, even, put in even David, Nicole Anthony or even, David. Oh my even God, David. David. Even David got a big head. Well, no, dude, I got tweets from David. So, so there's a uh, Big Brother Daily. So at BB underscore updates on Twitter, they. They they do tweets, um, and basically live live uh important stuff that's said in the on the live feeds. So like I don't really watch the live feeds. We have access to them. I don't watch them like that. It seems a little weird to me to like tune in on a random Tuesday afternoon and just watch like Tyler eat a bowl or sit bowl of cereal. Like that's yeah. not like. And a lot of people already just hope Big for a nip slip. Just praying for an areola. The um, <laughs> you can you can laugh into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, Andrew, don't be shy. Come on, you can laugh into the mic too. Go I'm sitting up straight here for an hour and a the, half. Um, Give me a break. No, but <laughs> there's a couple of these seats that came out. They came out yesterday, right? Um, and it was funny because let me just make sure they're in sequence. One thirty-seven. Yeah, so this one's earlier. Um, 
one of them is uh, it says Kevin is it would you really do Love Island? Talking to David, David goes, yeah, that was my goal this summer. Nicole goes, really to do Love Island? David, <laughs> David goes, I was working out for it. Nicole goes, they do they, they do Big Brother over there. Maybe next summer. David goes, if I'm single, David wanted to be on Love Island this yeah. summer. He wanted to be on Love Island. Clearly won't make it with those. He was showing today. Huh? Hey, we don't use the bitch word around here. Sorry. We are a pro non Those those Les Moonves tits he was, he was sporting over there. Had... Les Moonves is not the substitute. <laughs> I'm trying to get on the show. I can't be offending Julie. My, my I can't be offending Julie's husband. Well, let's let's be honest. We probably won't make it on Big Brother Love Island. We'll make it on Too Hot to Handle. Hell yeah. That's that's yeah. what we're aiming for. Yeah yeah. They've seen yeah. these. They've seen these love handles. Hey, shoot, oh, exactly. These are these are way too hot to handle. Yeah, shoot for the man. stars, land in the clouds, boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord! <laughs> David has. <laughs> David has. <laughs> we're so close. We're so close. David goes. Uh, there's another one that comes there, right? So he said David, and it says he, and he's talking about Kaiser is the reason that my shit is fucked up. So David's saying Kaiser's Kaiser fucked my shit up. Kevin goes, from what I'm hearing, it doesn't matter who he's up against. He's going home. David goes, he's got bad credit. I never want to hear David use fucking mortgage uh, finance terms again in my life because he's a fucking photographer. Don't. I don't, don't. know why he's sticking with you, that you got a, You got a bad credit rating. You got a bad credit rating. Oh, you, 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 uh, there's no secured loans in Big Brother. What the fuck do you know about a secured loan, homie? He, well, he, he might have, he might have taken like intro to finance in Dude, high school. Or yeah, college. trust me. As soon as I took it, I took intro to finance in college and like I was walking around thinking I was the hot shit. Like I, I was walking around in like, like loafers. Well, no, yeah. I, I took a, I took an accounting class and I, uh, <laughs> sophomore year of college. And then, uh, I immediately went home and asked dad to file our family's taxes. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, I, I know, like, all, I know all this stuff. Debits, credits. Are, are I, I know how this works. Are you just right give me now? your balance sheet. Yeah, FIFO, LIFO. I yeah. got you. Are you admitting right now that your family hasn't paid taxes? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you're a little out of breath, Andrew. Only a little bit. I mean, so. yeah. Let's not let's not talk about my family's tax situation anymore. We are in perfect legal standing with the IRS, right? I agree. Yeah, you're yeah. in perfect legal standing, that, Anthony yeah. and Brendan. Nothing. That, that's nothing right. <laughs> the McLaughlins have nothing yeah, to pay. Right. They Flinch, pay all their bitch. Flinch. In fact, they might get a tax refund this year. They've paid so much. We have. Yeah, we're very good. <laughs> Shut citizens. up and take notes, bitch boy. <laughs> We've used that word so much. I want to edit it out sometimes because I don't. Oh, uh, no, no, we're leaving it all in. <laughs> leaving it all in. Fuck it. The um, but yeah, I mean, so a super long episode, and I got a credit. I listen. I'm I'm gonna give credit where it's due, right? And this is your opportunity, dude. You get to do it because I we thought this was gonna be a way bigger shit show than it actually turned out to be. That's correct. I've had a lot of fun recording this. I don't know about you, Andrew. I've had so much. It's fun been this. Movie, this is maybe one of the more fun. Ones I want to back on, dude. Uh, yeah, this is. You can definitely come back on. Just got to make sure you're caught up with the episodes. After you're done uh, with bondage summer camp stuff and like trying to find a wife, um, we can go ahead and we'll have you on. You can have your future wife on. Can we bleep out the bondage summer camp thing? Yes, I can bleep out the uh, leather boy academy thing. Nah, you don't have to. I'm just saying like, like I don't want anything I say on here coming back. I, I don't think I said anything too bad except except calling Les Moonves a 
Yeah, no, that you're just creating so much work for me. <laughs> Stop. So much work. But no, the uh, no, it's definitely gonna be um. <laughs> I mean, this is gonna have to get edited into oblivion. But no, thank you so much for coming on, dude. You've been you've been great. You're my brother. I love you, and you you've done a really good job. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, you're my brother. I love you. Uh, you're doing a great job with this, Andrew. Thanks for thanks for being you, <laughs> milkman. No problem, man. I love being the, my milkman self. And uh, I had a lot of fun. Uh, go ahead and plug I, your if, plug your stuff again. But, yeah. uh, well, uh, that that's for later. I had a lot of fun. Uh, thanks for having me. For later, uh, we're we're finishing the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Let me finish. Let me let me oh, do my outro. I'm sorry for interrupting. I need to be a better host. Uh, well, yeah. Again, thanks for having me. Had a lot of fun. Uh, I love what you're doing. Keep it up. Keep up the good work. Um, I'd love to be back on if the fans want me on but maybe maybe we all thought i killed it and then people listen to it and like fuck that kid if you ever bring him on again that's an unsubscribe and then in that case i'll just i, I won't come on anymore i don't think anyone's gonna say that but if they do i'll let you know probably you're getting you're, you'll get all the hate mail probably less moonves then yeah oh my god if less moonves country if i'm not on big brother because of this podcast dude i will i will give you the deed to my house yeah i'm not coming back and to my firstborn child if i don't want your if, child i don't if me calling led if me calling les moonves I'm, uh, giving, I'm giving you the contract to my firstborn child if, if me calling les moonves uh <laughs> keeps me from or keeps you from getting on big brother i will i i will owe you my life but yeah uh Good time. I hope this season pans out better than it is so far because it's getting really predictable and really stupid. And uh, death to David in, oh, the, in the whoa, game. In whoa, the game. Whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, In the game. Whoa, in the game. Whoa. I hope. I hope. I'm sure he's a great guy. You I hope made, he you actually doing so good. Oh my god! Why did you? No, no, that stank. That might, that might stay. I'm gonna make a decision. Thank no, you, Brandon. No, no, Thank hey, you, Brandon. Hey, hey, no, death to David in the game. No, don't in say it again. In the game. This is harder for me to edit now. <laughs> Stop saying it. <laughs> god. Yeah, just say death to Lesbo. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh god. Anthony. Oh my god. Well look at the time. Boy oh boy, it is one oh seven AM and someone <laughs> needs his medication. Like I'm trying to get a Thanksgiving <laughs> fucking meal with my family. Oh. Yeah, Brent <laughs> Brendan needs his medication. Um he's off his rocker again. Um still gonna drive home too. Oh boy. Uh oh. Um Thank you so much for listening. As always, to episode eight of the Reality Wagon Big Brother podcast. I will figure out the episode numbers at some point. I, I just don't know them on the top of my head because I'm an beep. idiot. It, beep, beep. It, it's like a wagon noise. Dude, I'm in the middle of doing the <laughs> outro. Wait, don't. Wait, I, listen, on, I, 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 I do this automatic. This there's, is me automatic. I do this every single time. Don't cut me off. Wait, there's also something else I need to say. You realize a wagon doesn't have electronics or a fucking horn on it, right? Beep, beep. Beep, beep. What the fuck are you talking about? What sound does a wagon make when it's coming through? It just sounds... It's a wood on wheels. It sounds like a horse, like horses galloping, maybe? Don't do that into the mic, Brennan, please. It's the Amish carriage without the horse sound. You piece of shit. What are you... (laughs) This is... Please, please, outro this faster. Oh, my God. All right. Stop running, 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 running. It's gonna be a bitch to edit. Yeah, this is gonna suck for us. Um, good thing you work from home. <laughs> work from home. Oh, you, stop you, it! You put a rock on your space bar <laughs> <laughs> just to keep your computer Brennan, awake. I'm trying to. We're trying to record an outro. All right. Uh, thank you for having me. Oh please. He's Fuck. making fucking mouth noise. All right. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to episode eight 
of the Reality Wagon Big Brother podcast. We really love doing this for you guys, honestly, because it is something that uh, we wanted to do for a while, and we put a lot of work and time into this, and it's something that I would I'd put in double the amount of work and. Yeah, we just really love creating uh, and, and putting out content for you guys. Um, we've gotten some really good feedback. We're getting a lot of good um, responses from people. Definitely tweet at us, at Reality Wagon on Twitter. It's, it's, I'm on it uh, way too often. Uh, there's never anything that you really need to worry about. You can always just, just hit me up. If you have any discussions, if you have anything. We have like a fan account now, which is weird. It's a friend of ours that's definitely just trolling us the whole time. But I'm a fan of it. I'm a fan of that fan account. We follow them. Um, uh, Maybe a... Uh, I won't give them a shout-out this time. We'll see if they're still engaged. Maybe if they get to the end, they can shoot me a tweet, and then uh, we'll, we'll hash it out. I'll, I'll toss you a retweet if you give me a tweet. Um, but, yeah, no, so thank you so much for listening. As always, this podcast is live on Spotify and on iTunes. On Spotify, you can toss us a follow, toss us a download, listen to our podcast, let me know what you think. There's no rating system on Spotify, but if you want to go ahead and give us a five-star rating and a comment, because it's actually really helpful for us, um, I was looking at some of the podcasts in, like, TV and stuff like that, um, in, like, the reality TV category, and uh, there's, like, the top 200, right? And I was looking at the people in, like, the 200s, in, like, in, like, the late 190s and stuff like that. Yeah, we, we could fought. We no, they had, like, they had, like, 10 reviews. Oh, well, they, we can beat them. They had, like, 10 reviews and, like, five stars average. We have six right now. All right, so if, you're, if you're listening to this, that, right, that's us just groveling, begging, on hand and knee, uh, hat in hand. To go ahead and say, just can I please get a um, can we please just get some ratings up in the, up in here because uh, we're just trying to hit it big. I just want to be able to quit my job. Is all I really I just don't want to do my job anymore. And you're about to start your job. It's gonna make this a lot harder. But we have special awesome news coming on the horizon. We're not gonna mention it today. Not yet. But not I'm yet. Very excited, dude. This is the best idea that. I've probably ever had in my life. Andrew is Andrew is the mastermind behind this, and I'm supporting him full well. And it is an excellent, excellent podcast idea. So stay tuned because we got it coming down the pike. Uh, so yeah, again, super long winded outro as usual. And trust me, we had to do fucking three takes of it because my brother's a fucking dick. Thank you so much for listening to the Big Brother Podcast, episode eight. I'm Anthony. My name is Andrew. And I'm on verbal timeout. And I think we'll talk to you guys later. <laughs>